this weekend, our listeners, all of you, need to pray with us that the Steelers beat the Ravens <laughs> on Saturday. And then we want the Bills to lose to the Dolphins on Sunday mm-hmm. and the Titans to somehow upset the Jaguars on Sunday so that our mighty Pittsburgh Steelers can somehow squeeze into the playoffs and <laughs> go on a tear to the Super Bowl in uh, in a great come from behind Cinderella story. There we so go. That's what we need to happen. So remember we're rooting for the Steelers, the Dolphins, and the Titans this week. <laughs> All right. That's funny. It's time once again for our winter giveaway. This giveaway is very simple to enter. Um, be a patron. So the easiest way to enter is go to patreon.com slash comicsfunprofit. Become a patron at any level at our Patreon um, site, and you can do it that way. You can also enter by going to Threadless and buying some merch and tagging us in a photo of you in said merch. So if you like one of our T-shirts or hats or whatever, and you go to th- you go to comicsfunprofit.threadless.com and find uh, all our merch and like some of it, buy it, wear it. You can either tag us in social. Uh, with you wearing it or send us a photo of you wearing it and you're entered. So those are the two ways. Be a patron and buy merch. Um, and then you get entered in our, in our winter giveaway, which is fun swag giveaways of, um, photos and stickers and signed comics. Um, just like our fall giveaway was. And we had five lucky winners win stuff in our fall, fall giveaway. So we're hoping to um, have as many entrants this time that we can give away that many again. So be a patron, buy merch, enter the winter giveaway. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the C4 fap links you could ever need all in one place. You can provide feedback, listen, support, share, enjoy these. We have our Patreon there. You can buy us a beer or a coffee. You can check out our Instagrams, our Twitters, our Facebooks. Check out our YouTube page. You can email us. You can listen to our podcasts on Patreon, if you're a subscriber, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, on Podbean. We have Google Podcasts on there. We have an Amazon wish list. You want to buy Kyle and I something? Fine. You can do that here. We appreciate it. We have Kyle's RPG podcast listed on there, so you can check out his Dork Day Afternoon offerings. We have Cowabunga links, so you can check out the Cowabunga Deep Discount FOC and Pre-Order list. Get on that. That's RLCS, so you can check that out as well. And we want to just give you opportunities to say hi, to check out what we're doing, support us if you would like, or just listen. Check out beacons.ai slash comics fun profit for all the c4 fap links you could ever need thanks back to the show thank you for listening to comics for fun and profit this is kyle and a sneak peek at next week episode number 876 for comics releasing january the 9th and january the 10th but before drew and i get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming tuesday and wednesday 
Drew, we've made it through the new year and into all the kinds of new fun stuff. How's it going? Going pretty good. Got some of the fall patron winners packages out. Mm. Um, about half of them are out. Um, our big winner, uh, big Dennis, winner. Dennis Chandler, um, he'll be receiving a Usagi Yojimbo signed Stan Sakai comic along with his other cool. swag and gift gift bag of stuff um it's on its way it's not on well it's not on its way yet i i have it packaged here but i haven't got a mailing label for it yet so it will it will be leaving in in the over the weekend it oh. is on its way to be on its way it is almost on its way uh, but then we have a few so there's like half a dozen of our patron winners um, will be receiving some some stuff from us uh, some already mm-hmm. received theirs so um, it's an exciting time when we get those those gifts out and talk about our next giveaway, which is the which is the winner giveaway, which you just heard before me in the ad for the winter giveaway. So I won't repeat myself. Um, uh, I did want to touch base on a hell of a week of comic reading that I've had. I've had. I mean, it's just like hit after hit. So. I read <laughs> Where the Body Was, Ed mm-hmm. Brubaker, Sean Phillips, another of their OGNs, and this one was like a small town, uh, you meet all these different weird characters, and then there's like a dead body shows up, who who killed them and why, and you know, it, it's, it was awesome. And just an, of course it's awesome, it's Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, right? Um, got the sixth issue of ribbon queen which was fantastic i dipped my toe in beneath the trees because of how hot that thing's been i thought well I, I gotta check this out what's the deal and i read the first two issues of beneath the trees and really really good so it's um yeah like dexter meets fern valley or fern gully whatever that <laughs> the city that, remember that book that was like ta- a town of animals Mm-hmm. all the animals were anthropomorphic that yes. that sort of that sort of thing um but then there's like a serial killer on the loose but so it was really really fun love that under heist the new david latham book um really good caper caper comic um a couple of misfires there i'm not gonna not touch on those i don't want to bash anybody <laughs> um, i enjoyed the new damn them all a lot um Charlie Adler and uh, Cy Spurrier. Uh, I think we're on issue 10 or 11. We're on issue 11 there. Um, we had Lunar, Lar- Lunar Lodge from Dark Horse that came out. A uh, very cool, like there. It's it's like a, a werewolf thing, kind of. I think you know you're kind of like discovering what the deal is with the protagonist because cause he's like trying to figure out what's going on mm-hmm. like he, you know he's like tracing his wife why is she leaving why she say she's going here but she's really going there and you're thinking she's banging somebody right oh yeah but it turns out she's like looks like she might be a werewolf and she locks herself away so she doesn't kill anybody um so that was like the first issue and i was like oh man i gotta read more of this and then like the surprise of the week was skeeters do you remember mm, okay, yeah, the mosquito like, thing? Yeah. yeah, like the alien mosquitoes, and you were like, pass. And I was like, yeah, pass. I read it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
it was like do you remember those i don't i don't know if this i don't know if anybody else outside of ohio has fritz the night owl probably not but it was like <laughs> it was like this back in the four six and ten the, the abc nbc cbs mm-hmm. days where you didn't have cable like if you stayed up late on maybe friday or saturday there'd be like an old movie and a dude would host this this weird guy named Fritz the Night Owl had weird glasses and he would he would host this little show and show you this old old monster movie usually so it'd be like crappy black creature of the black lagoon type stuff um but that's kind of what this book is so it's kind of like what Skeeters is like an it's like a B movie schlocky which is kind of great um hmm. so I was like really geeking out on that one i was like so pleasantly surprised because you go into some of these with like really no expectation yeah you we went in with with skip it expectations so that's skip it dope. skip it expectations and you're like oh i see okay this is this is good this is this is good and so those are always fun that made me happy i mean it was just like an embarrassment of riches this week because usually it's like 50 50 you know, mm-hmm. or, or or like all the all my comics are like yeah they're okay they're fine i'm not gonna <laughs> drop it i'll keep reading you know that sort of thing yeah. these were just all just amazing reads and that doesn't happen very often so never it doesn't uh cbsi and it's top 10 and see if uh is beneath the trees going to be on this list again? Let's hope not. It's been on there for like a month. So no, it appears we're going to go somewhere else to at the very least start ours. Of course, we're over at our good friends at comicbookinvest.com CBSI hot 10 list there for January 5th, 2024. And they're starting with uh, one of those one per store variants. They're starting with kid venom origins. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. nearly 70 sales. This shouldn't come as much of a surprise as we've seen this before with the Capula Wolverine number 37 promo book. Out the gate, this one per store started around 20 to $25, but has quickly risen to over $40 in the last few sales. If this follows the same trajectory as the Capulo prior, we haven't seen its height just yet. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And this is uh, the cover artist is Lucino Vecchio. Gotcha. At rank two, we have Godzilla number one back on the list again with over 40 sales this week, doubling the volumes of the week prior. The heat on Godzilla just doesn't seem to be fading. Very fine copies look to be fetching between $70 and $100. And there was a high sale of a 9.8 at $588. While not an all-time high, that is a solid bounce back from the 9.8s that were down to $450 the prior month. 9.8s with a straight face. Yeah. Have you have you seen the leaked lists of all the fake nine eights that CGC has put out? Oh my god. I mean there were so many ASM three hundreds on there. I laughed. I mean there that list was long. There was just tons of just fake graded comics that are out there that per, to me Photoshop and labels or what? Uh, just like a bad employee, um, uh, supposedly. Um, I, 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 to be honest with you, I, I, I thought it was hilarious. 
Their misfortune gave you a big chuckle. From yeah, their misfortune made me a big chuckle, and I laughed, and I'm like, haha, that's why I don't buy slab comics, and I felt high horse about it. And so I didn't read much. I just kind of glanced at the list and just like, mm. oh my goodness, this is terrible. Um, but yeah, so they've they've been they've been doing CGC's been doing tons of damage control, putting stuff out, and you know, uh, we're we won't this won't happen again, and yada yada. Yeah. And we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Interesting. At rank three, we're back to beneath the trees where nobody sees number two. So following last week's appearance on the outside looking in, uh, prices have risen from a $10 book to a $20 to $25 book. Consistently over 20 sales this week for cover A. Seems collectors can't get enough of this series. Another reminder, a second print for issue two will be on the way. And outside looking in is their video show or their podcast? One of those two. One of those two things? Yeah. Probably a podcast. At rank four, we have Predator versus Wolverine 4. An awesome cover of a very fun series. This was Ratio. um, This was Ratio and less last week, as more attention was initially on the Sinkovitz 1 in 100. But over the last week, the price on this one in 25 rose to about $70. There were still a couple ratios and less sales mixed in over the nearly 20 sales. The average is about $40 now. So this is the one in 25. Oh, this is the one in 25. Yeah, the Joshua Kassara has one in 25. I'm surprised. I mean, are you surprised that this has heat? Yes, very much so. I mean, we've we've had predators. Mm-hmm. We've had wet wolverines, and now we're pushing them together, and they, they become, okay, cool. And people are just like, I'll take it. Yeah. So to each their own. Uh, let's see, five, a fall of the House of X. Hey, one. you called that one. I did, I did. A dozen or so sales already this week Uh on the one in 50 version of this art drum cover, it hits all the marks with a gorgeous looking magic on the cover. And it is not a surprise that many folks rushed to grab this variant this week, even at the $80 to $100 range. Surprised how the prices on this one in 50 are significantly higher than even the one in 100 in Yukli Shadow Cat cover, which is only about 60 bucks. Oh man, bummer. Yeah. It sucks to be you in Yuk. Yeah, art germs eating your lunch. <laughs> and at rank six, shocker beneath the trees where nobody sees cover A number one on the list for a third consecutive week with another 60 sales. But this one is a bit tricky. Interest appears to have remained as volumes stayed strong while raw copies have dipped a little bit as the week has gone on and the last few sales have gone and done about $60. But while rolls have settled down a bit after last week, certain CGC point eights have increased up to about $200 on multiple sales this week. Rank 7, Amazing Spider-Man 50, Stan Lee, John Romita Jr. Doubling sales this past week, we have the first appearance of the Kingpin making the list. He figures to have a prominent role in Echo as well as Daredevil Born Again, and possibly even... 
the next Spider-Man movie. This is a classic that sells in basically any grade, but biggest sales this week would be a CGC 7.5 selling for $1,900, Drew. It's a quality book. Yeah. I rank eight. We have Daredevil number nine, David Mack, uh, cover and art. Increasing to 30 sales this past week if we near the release of Disney Plus next series this next Tuesday. This week, raw prices are ticking up to $70 to $90 from last week. And multiple CGC 9.8 sold over the week, starting around $200 and increasing to $240 to $250 in the last couple of sales. So people are actually excited for things. That's yeah. Cool. Yes. I rank nine. We have Marvel Spotlight number five. Over a dozen sales so far this week. May not seem like much. But when compared to the three the week prior, difficult to identify price increases considering this sells in any grade. But we did notice a few increases in CGC 6.5, went from $1,300 last week to $1,500 this week. Seems there are some big changes in the world of Ghost Rider, as we ex- are very much expecting an announcement soon over which Marvel villains will become the next spirit or or the next Spirit of Vengeance, taking the character down a dark path. Mm. At rank 10, we have the David Nakayama cover of Shazam 7. Very similar to our last book, as only about half a dozen sales so far of this 1 in 25. But this one is already hitting 40 to 50 bucks. You know, that double ratio. Asking prices have already jumped from to a 60 to 70 range, which probably slows down sales a bit. We'll see if this can follow the recent DC trends of these hot one in 25s or if the market is just getting ahead of itself. And some notable sales. Ooh, this one's close to my heart. I love this one. Mm, Transformers nice. number one, the newsstand variant, that beautiful Sinkovich cover. In some books, a newsstand edition can get you quite the premium. Case in point, a newsstand 9.8 for Transformers number one sold this week for 3750 whereas a direct edition will only fetch you about $1,500. Personally, I will take the Spidey head and the extra 2K in my pocket over that darn barcode, but that's just me. Yeah, he's a hypocrite, man, because he talks up those Mark Jeweler covers and stuff so what what's the there's no difference (laughs) how dare ye how dare you journey into mystery number six classic stanley horror sells on a best offer with a cgc not or 4.5 selling for 5750 it's been 10 years since this book sold in this grade and back then it was only 650 dollars it was a really fun cover though yeah that's um uh, like Skull Guy Bride with Bride. <laughs> Skull Guy Bride, my Skull favorite. Skull Guy with Bride. What's going on there? <laughs> oh, Kyle, we almost forgot. This weekend, our listeners, all of you, need to pray with us that the Steelers beat the Ravens <laughs> on Saturday, and then we want the Bills to lose to the Dolphins on Sunday mm-hmm. and the Titans to somehow upset the Jaguars on Sunday so that our mighty Pittsburgh Steelers can somehow squeeze into the playoffs and <laughs> go on a tear to the Super Bowl in uh, in a great come from behind Cinderella story. There we so go. That's what we need to happen. So remember 
we're rooting for the Steelers, the Dolphins, and the Titans this week. <laughs> All <laughs> right. That's funny. Uh, with that being said, we're going to shoot to our new Marvel catalog. And this is stuff that's coming out in March. So we got the January catalog. And on the cover is a Spider-Man number one, Spectacular Spider-Man number one with Greg Weissman and Umberto Ramos. Yeah, we got a little bit of uh, regular Spider-Man. We got a little bit of uh, black suit Spider-Man. So we yeah. got two Spider-Man in one. One of Kyle's favorites is a Disney cover. and it, Oh, my goodness. It's Avengers Disney characters on an Avengers comic. Yeah. So they're all lined up. On they the Avengers put, one of. They didn't put this on a Spider-Man comic. No. Or something dumb. So that's good. <laughs> But leading us off is... This is actually the... Uh, that is uh, Amazing Spider-Man 45. That's <laughs> what it's on. Oh, my God. Is it? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was giving him props for getting the stuff I right. Know. That was just letting you go. Oh, Jesus. But leading <laughs> us off in Marshall's offering... Marvel's off- offerings are... Is an Ultimate X-Men number one written and art by Peach Momoko. Okay, X fans. What's does that work for you? You want you want Peach Momoko vision of of X Men? How's that gonna? Yeah, go? she's. I mean, she's had her own book for so that she's. We've come out with multiple iterations of. Has so, it been X in the yeah. X family? No, but you know, oh. let's just move over into the X X verse. Okay. Then uh, Betsy Cola and then Huckley do some other covers for her as well. Yeah. All right. You're easy. Yeah. Well, when I've told you for three years that I'm a fan of... Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Of course you would support this. Yes. You love love to work. Black Panther number two, Ryan Hill and Stefano Caselli. This one continues on. I do. I love these Boss Logic covers, so I'm glad to see he's back doing uh, a special variant. We're not seeing Boss Logic's cover, but he's one of my favorite. They're usually good. An Instagrammer, I'll call him. Yeah. Yeah, those are usually pretty good. I should freaking follow him on Instagram. I don't know if I do. You should. He's one of my favorites. The Parker's variant I'm seeing in Ultimate Spider-Man 3, so I'm curious what those are going to be. Parker's variants. Hmm. And what are we going for there? Yeah. Spectacular Spider-Man number one, Greg Weisman number Dover Mammoth. This is, of course, our cover thing we talked about. The stars of two of Marvel's biggest series come together in their first ongoing series ever. Parker and Miles Morales team up on the regular. Do we need this, Drew? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I think I'm a hard pass. And uh, Marvel is back to doing foil variants. Just yeah. foil variants. And we got a <laughs> bunch of homage covers. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time they teamed up. It was probably Spider-Man, right? Was that the last one? That's what we have here. Well, there was just Spider-Man. Oh, the, right? the one-off. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was like a four-issue miniseries or yeah. something. Bendis, it was pretty good. But I don't know. I don't know if we need to do it anymore. 
Well, here we have Jackpot and Black Cat, number one, by Celeste Bronfman with Emilio Liso on art. Who are uh, those people? I don't know, but we get an Adam Hughes cover. Adam Hughes cover of Jackpot and Black Cat. Um, I'm here for that. Yeah. Is that the is that the one we're seeing full nope. page? No. Nope. I should know Adam Hughes when I see it, but I guess I don't. No big A-H on it, so it is not Hughes. Are those two people that have luck as their power superpowers? No, maybe. I don't know Jackpot. Oh, that's right. Jackpot is Mary Jane. Duh. Yeah, and I don't remember when she came, when she became a thing. Well, was she in that mini, was she in that Mary Jane and Black Cat miniseries? Is that yeah, when she so. did Jackpot? Yeah, I think this is the next iteration. Okay. Yeah, that was fun, I guess. Yeah, it, I, it takes me a while for my brain to click, face it, Tiger, you hit the jackpot. That's where they're, we're getting the name from. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Ghost Rider number one, Ben Percy, Danny Kim. Uh, we got a Capullo cover hidden in here, too. So that's exciting. That is not the Capullo cover on any of these. We have a very fat Ghost Rider on that. Very, that's very weird. chubby. Thick. thick the <laughs> thickest of all Ghost Riders. Oh, my what is, goodness. What is going on? <laughs> we got... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Ms. Marvel, Mutant Menace is. There's our Capullo cover. Yeah. Yeah. That's better than Husky Boy. <laughs> New Year's resolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pre news pre gym membership. Yeah. Uh that's that's right, we have changed it. Miss Marvel is now a mutant. Terrigen Mist be gone. Unnecessary, but okay. <laughs> Black Widow and Hawkeye together again for one uh, four-issue miniseries. It's a nice George Perez cover. I like that OG George Perez cover. That's awesome. Yep. Ugh, that's an ugly cover on that What If Venom. I hate it. Yeah. Is that what if dark or just what if now? We're not doing what if dark anymore. All right. But we're getting Web of Spider-Man with a Capullo cover. Tons of people writing this for some reason. In the pages of this one shot, we're going to lay out some of the biggest upcoming Spider-Man stories and characters in Spider-Verse through the beginning of 25. So... Okay. This is new stuff. They're giving us... I guess. So, like, if they are they going to spoil first appearances in this quote-unquote preview? I wonder. We better get this. It's eight bucks. Uh, eight dollars for a fifty-six page one shot, but that's it, pricey. Yeah. <sighs> it's basically two comics. Yeah, and they could be completely worthless because it's not telling a real story. Yeah. So, you know, there, there's how many writers on this? We got Zeb, Cody, Three, Steve, four, Alex, and Grape Five. So, is that ten, five, ten page stories, maybe? Oof. Yeah. Spider Punk 204. 
again, steal my idea. Famous guitars, variants, guitar variants. Mm, they need to do it. They need to do it. Edge of Spider-Verse 204. That is some cool. Is that Chad Harden's art on that cover? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, covered is, by Chad Harden. That's that very nice. good. Nice pull. I like it. Symbiote like Spider-Man 2099. That's a lot of variables there, and I'm not going to read that. Nope. I don't Hard know who pass. the artist is. Avengers Twilight. Even that. <laughs> that's Chard Chip Zdarsky. Maybe I, just, maybe I read one of those. I don't know. Alex Ross covers. Yeah. Gods, I completely skipped. I barely got through that first issue. And I G.O.D.'s. Like, no, not doing this. Follow the House of X. Rise of the Powers of X. X to the X. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. <laughs> the Invincible Iron Man. 16. God, they're giving Jerry Duggan a lot of work. <laughs> he must have naked pictures of somebody ever at Marvel. <laughs> X-Men 32, more Duggan. X-Force 50. X-Force 50. Oh, we didn't add another dollar. What? Yeah, nice. Ben Piercy, not a money grubber. Yeah. Cable. With a Dan Pinozan. That's yeah. a nice cover. Weapon X-Men, number one. Okay. A multiverse of Logan's bands together. Okay, so... Okay. Talk me through this. We got a, it's a zombie Wolverine. Okay, so are, is this where we get our Spider-Gwen? I don't know. I mean, hats off to you, X people out there. You've got plenty of books to choose from. I hope you enjoy yourself. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed what you've created. Marvel is half X, half Spidey, and three other things. I'm betting we get some weird first appearance out of one of these Weapon X Men number one or Weapon X Men books. Yeah, maybe X Men '97. I thought that was already a thing, and now it's no. Or was this? Is this a new number one? Sorry, I'm stuck on X Men Forever, but yeah, yeah. This is another four issues here. This is the official prelude to the Disney Plus show. But there was a there was correct. A, this happened, right? Okay, correct. The Resurrection of Magneto. That was tempting, actually. Yeah, Al Ewing. We're big fans of Magneto. We are. done well. Madripoor Knights Wolverine. Go away. Uh, Even the Steve Scrochy variant cover isn't enough to pull me in. Sabretooth and Wolverine. Remember remember that year or two when he was dead and we didn't have any Wolverine comics? <laughs> that, was, that was a nice year. That was worth it. Giant so size we've got a Spider Gwen. Giant sizes, and this is Spider Gwen's turn. 
it's okay. So a giant size is forty eight pages, Drew. That does not seem giant size to me. No, eighty page giants and hundred page giants. Those that's what sticks in my mind. Yeah. Blech. I wonder what this is. Was this old stuff or new stuff or? Uh, also features a reprint of Spider Gwen 2013. Oh, that's great. That's worth the extra six bucks. Yeah. Vengeance of the Moon Knight three. They're getting uh, a cover by Davidi Papatori. Mm, yeah. Ryan Stegman. Ryan Stegman and Marco Mastrazzo. So they're just pulling names out of a hat and saying, draw us a Moon Knight cover. <laughs> yeah, we, I wonder if they just pull people off the street. Yeah. You you draw? Yeah. Do comics? We have Nubrox Crayon. <laughs> go, go. Night Thrasher 204. I just like to say it. Yeah. Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, a little close for brother and sister. Easy yeah. there, guys. There's your ASM 45. And you know what? The gang war is over. The gang war is over. Am I going to read all? Didn't feel like reading gang war. Or am I just going to skip them all and just start with this one? I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Blah, 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 Ravencroft. I like the Alex Maleev cover of that. Moving on. And then we have Amazing Spider-Man 46. <laughs> I like Ramita, but sometimes Ramita is very Ramita. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Miles Morales has an interesting cover by Mr. Garson, I believe. That, yeah, Mr. Garson. Huh. cover of lots now, of is lots it Mr. Of Garson or is it M.R. Garson? Right. Uh, very possible it's M.R. Garson. Um, it's a $9 book because it's the 300th Miles Morales. Oh, crying out legacy crap. Say, that should be the catchphrase for crying out legacy. <laughs> spider Woman gets herself a Spider Boy. Hey, it's issue five. <laughs> should we do something special? <laughs> nah. Superior Spider-Man. I didn't hate that before. But it doesn't go back to our glory days. Oh, no. Drew, we're wrong. Gang War's not over. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> oh, got it. Spider-Gwen squat. Smash. go. No longer hot. No longer hot. We really are facsimiling every single Secret Wars book. Where? We, what number are we on now? Three. <laughs> Yes, Centennial 3 of, of a 12-issue max. Yes, how important was that? Yeah. That was a good quality book. I got nothing until we get down to Power Pack into the storm number three. Celebrating 40 years of Power Pack. And how do we celebrate? Just an extra Todd Knock cover, I guess. I don't know. Uh, no, Don. No. It makes an anniversary issue a lot. This yeah. Thanos finishes up. Doctor Strange. I've given up on Doctor Strange. Yeah. Fantastic Four. The best thing there is Fantastic Four. At 15th, read that. I will wait for Hulk 11, which is hopefully Hulk gets a haircut. <laughs> yeah. 
That's bad luck. Al Ewing's Immortal Thor. Alien Black, White, and Blood. Two of four. I do believe I read one of those, and they weren't bad. Hmm. I think I read that first. Better Black, White? Yeah, it's very possible. What if aliens? Ten or five bucks a piece. See, it's, it's like, what if Carter Burke had lived? I don't know who that is, so that doesn't titillate me. Yeah, which one is he? <laughs> See the chest burster guy? I don't think so. It doesn't look like him. <laughs> Company man more hateable than the Xenos themselves had actually survived the events of the terrifying colonies. Riser, the guy, the oh, Pi Ri- Paul Riser's character from uh, from the Aliens, which is the sequel. Okay. Uh, to Alien. Okay. Okay. Now it's all starting to come. A lot of apes. Star War. Yeah, we've uh. So is March Women's History Month? I thought we did that last week, last month. Uh, I thought March is March is Women's History. Month. Okay. So I do like this uh, Ahsoka cover. That's pretty cool by Betsy Cola. Do we need a Django Fett book? Come on, people. Why wouldn't we? That's Boba's dad, right? Yes. Well, technically, he is Boba. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> They're all clones. That's They're right. all Django's, yeah. Thrawn, Alliances. I'm probably going to read Thrawn. I really enjoyed the last Thrawn, so I'll probably read that. Mace Window? Well, Mace Window? You're okay with him getting a book? Heck yeah, you know what? I need, I need to know more about Mace Window. Yes. That is the worst women's cover ever. Is that <laughs> Mon Mothma? Uh, yeah, maybe. Or is that... No, that's Ray. Huh? No. Uh, I'm on Star Wars 44. I don't know where you're Oh, on. I'm on Darth Vader. Sorry. We were both on f- issue 44. Yeah. I like the, the Ray by Marguerite Savage. I like these Rebels 10th anniversary covers. They're you know, they're they're crayon. Yeah. So we got free, free comic, comic book day already. 2024. Spider-Man in the Ultimates universe. I like leading into the Ultimates with the free book. That's that's actually a really good call. But um, it's should this not be a May book? Mm. Free comic book days start coming out whenever. I think you just order start ordering ahead of time. Yeah. January seems way early. Blood Hunt next men. It's wicked. That's all I got because we're getting into just collecting stuff now. Ooh, and they're doing a Star Wars Darth Vader number one free comic book day. That'll go crazy. Let's see who the Marvel Stormbreakers are. CF Villa, Lucas Wernick, Martin Cacola, Elena Casagrande, Federico Vincentini, Nick Klein. Jan Basil Dula and Chris Allen. Okay. I don't know any of them. Yep. <laughs> that works. They can be Stormbreakers. Any collected pop out at you? Nothing? Nothing. I was, gonna, I was flying through it. <laughs> we got Peach Momoka on the back cover, too, along with yeah. yeah, the Black Widow. All right. All right, Marvel. You did another 124 pages of mostly X. Books and spider yeah. I just love that we're already pushing out a spider boy trade paperback, too. Yeah, right. Do not mess around. Yeah. All right, let's slide on over to our good friends at Cover Price. Yeah, Cover Price Top at 10, which I'm probably going to just name it the top seven plus a bunch of beneath the trees where nobody sees. <laughs> at rank number 10, we have the Uncanny X Men Volume 1, 
issue 221. The fan base was ready to receive X-Men 97, and it's a rumored release window of January 2024. Right before Christmas, Marvel appeared to have pushed the release back to March to coincide with X-Men 97's comic release. Still, excitement is palpable in the series, and its villain, Mr. Sinister. Fans have been picking up his first appearance in his book for months now, and will seemingly continue until its release date. 23 copies sold, a CGC 9.8 going forth. $312 and very fines for four T3. We're going to talk a little bit more about Godzilla. Number one, as Godzilla continues to move um, with 15 copies, a CGC 9.8 going for $525. Very fines 66 buck as we talk all kinds of Kaiju Godzilla. Uh, we've talked about this Omega Man three uh, Aquaman two is here, but we are more interested in him playing Lobo in the future and, one way we tell James Gunn we want to see that is by buying this book. Uh, 24 copies sold, $380 for CDC 9.8s, and near mint floppies for 70 Batman 609, renewed speculation, Hush will be the main villain in Batman 2, has surged again. Uh, 16 copies sold, selling $200 for CDC 9.8s, and near mints for 47 one Not shush. True, this is the OG Hush mm. experience. Superman number nine, the Nathan Zerdy one in 25. This is the Silver Banshee cover. This actually had some been on here for several weeks now. Um, 15 copies sold $74 for Raw. Um, um, but you can get it for about 70 if you're being a little more particular. Gotcha. We talked earlier about this. Predator versus Wolverine, number four, Joshua Kassara, one in 25. This series has been doing surprisingly well, with more collectors hopping on board every month. It does even better when you get hit with a variant like this. Joshua Kassara hits fans right in the fields with his one in 25 variant, featuring the Predator facing off the wall of severed Wolverine heads from different eras. It's striking and brings up the questions of Wolverine being unseated as the man who has the best who is the best there they are at what they do i.e being dead tracking 36 copies high sale of 40 dollars for all 38s if you're looking a little bit more meticulous green arrow seven the j on a song low one in 25 this lip to typically has at least one cover featuring a fan favorite heroine this week it has two this one is black canary who has grabbed a bit of the spotlight with his what a 25 cover, tracking 19 copies sold, $55 for Rawls, settling down to about 43 but the high sale, 55 And now we just have a bunch of Beneath the Trees where nobody sees. At rank three, we have the second print of issue one, and it is, let's see, 12 copies sold. And uh, it's already up to 20 bucks for the second print, Drew. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, rank two is the first issue but the cover b we saw another 21 copies of that one we're seeing cgc 9.8s for already above 140 and the floppies are still going for 37 on the b cover and then the beautiful a cover is our course the number one book 55 copies still sold cgc 9.8s already hitting a 200 high and near mids at 70 yeah this makes me this makes me very happy um, I know it's been on the charts for a while, so we're kind of getting sick of it, but um, I love what he says here. He says, in the comic world, things typically 
typically come full circle. The series epitomizes what that saying as anthropomorphic characters used to be all the rage. This book is bringing back that trope with an engaging story and art that has fans talking. Word of mouth and positive reviews have fueled its popularity instead of rumors of it being optioned or, or stuff like that. The community is all in on this book solely for what it is. And that is a really great book. And it, it's just like a classic comic collecting comic. It's just like it's a great book comes out of nowhere. Not enough of them were, are out there. So the prices go up. That's that's what and it's. A, and it's good. it's one of those juice is worth the squeeze type books. Yeah, I like that. I like that when the, that happens um, and it's not all manufactured variants and stuff so that makes that makes me feel good about the, the medium collect the collecting there's quality. hope for us flippers yet yeah um, at 11 beneath the trees um the new york comic-con variant when just which is a foil gimmick which i just said didn't exist there so i was totally wrong um call me a liar um but it's Sold 11 copies, only 11 copies. High sell of 200 for 98. Current raws around 91 dollars. Um, Wolverine 36. Uh, this is Helverine, still back on the list. 17 copies of this sold. High sale of 35 dollars for a near mint with current, um, yeah, with near mints going around 35 bucks. Um, at rank 13, we have all new Wolverine number one, the Bengal regular copy. Um, this is the 2015 series where Laura first put on the classic yellow and blue Wolverine costume. We sold 12 more copies of this um, uh, and high sale of $60 for a near mint plus and current near mints going around 56 bucks. Um, so part of this whole Deadpool 3 rumor deal with all these different guest stars and things. Um, at rank 14, we have Gotham City Sirens. We're moving... Uh, 11 copies of this, only 11 copies of this. High sale of $100 for a CGC 9.6. Raw is going for around 56 bucks. At rank 15, we have Spider-Man 2099, number one. Um, Still selling very well. High sale of 102 bucks for a CGC 9.8. 9.8 in quotes. And (laughs) Raw is going for 16 bucks. (laughs) How long are you going to do that? I don't know. I might milk this for like uh, a couple of months. Um, <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man 312. This is... Oh, this is Todd McFarlane kind of getting in his thing, I guess. With his signature. This is his first signature with the scroll on it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, 14 copies of this sold. High sale of 175 for a CGC 9.8. And a current Rawls going for around $30. At rank 17, we have Street Fighter Masters, Kimberly number one, the Ick Pot, uh, which we have appreciated very, very much uh, in previous weeks. 11 copies of this sold with a high sale of 61 bucks for a Raw. Uh, Secret Wars number eight, the Black Suit Spidey cover. 32 more copies of this are moving. High sale of 540 for a slab and Raw's going for around $220. Rank 19, we have Transformers number one. Um, this is the new Transformers, uh, still selling very well. 32, 23 copies selling, 
high sale of $79 for a slab and current brawls around seven bucks. So not great. Um, and then the old dazzler Taylor Swift buzz, keeping that old dazzler moving 17 more copies of this sold with a high of $295 for a slab and currents near mints around 15 bucks. Keeps on, keep it on. Yep. I mean, Deadpool 3 comes out, and all those people have, like, two seconds of screen time. All these comics are just going to drop through the roof, right? They're <laughs> drop through the floor. They're not going to be worth anything. No. What if it's just a, a great cameo, and you're just like, that was awesome? No, I, I just don't, I don't see it. But I've been wrong before. Let's sneak peek at our next week, please. All right. Let's head over to Lunar Distributions. Let's head on down to our things releasing on the 9th at our DC Things and see what we can find. And I love this Jorge Jimenez cover D for I was looking Comics at that. 1061. The Lois and Clark cover. Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. That was, that's really nice. Those always draw me in. Yeah. A little slice life. Just fun. Yeah. Just, you know, they're people too. The uh, opposite of the Kale New cardstock, which is just vicious, screaming at each other on the cover, but also very well drawn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta admit, there's something to it, though. There's something to it there. I like Titans Beast World, some of the stuff they're doing with, um, what's her face? Who's the um, alien girl? Starfire? Starfire, yeah. Titans Beast World, that's a Bjorn Barons, our boy. Oh, Okay. Well, there you go. It's more to like. Yeah. And uh, those starfish remind me of that one old, old, old cover with the yeah starfish on the first Justice League cover or whatever it was. Yeah, one of my favorites. We slide over to the 10th. Got Adventure Man Ghost Lights. Acid Chimp versus Business Dog. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? You had me an Acid Chimp. Acid Chimp. We've got the second printing of Crave already. Yeah. Well, first issue was okay. It wasn't great. Not worth a second print, you're saying? No, I mean, I get it. I, I just, I did, I don't think the concept's as high as maybe everybody else does. Ah, oh, Jay Scott Campbell. Which was, one? Uh, his calendars. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Fairytale Fantasies. The Madness hits issue six and finishes up with a David Aha. Keeping it kind of straight. I don't think I read Sacrifice. Swan Song 6, where the sidewalk ends cover is just beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's pretty great. And uh, yeah, I'm going to miss that book. It's a really good book. Really strong. Just the things that W. Maxwell Pratt evokes and the people that he teams up with yeah. is worth the price alone. It's no weird thing that like the books that he's involved with always have really cool and creative covers associated with them just because of how off the wall and creative the things he writes are. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, then we John have transformers. Oh. Yeah. I was, I was looking at that John boy Myers wraparound cover and it's really nice. Yeah. It just sucks. Cause it's hard to, you'd have to just buy two of those and set them beside each other. If you want to display it, you wouldn't just uh, open it up on a spine and display it that way. That's not how we do in this Ellinger household. <laughs> you wouldn't violate that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't flatten it out and iron it. Drew, your weird fencing book as a, as it's trade out. Yeah. I don't want to, I, I don't think it, it is so weird now and I don't want to be <laughs> associated with it anymore. It was fun. The first volume was fun, but now it's just not fun anymore. <coughs> they go too far. 
Yeah. Avengers 7 with the very cool uh, Vision homage cover. Um, Help me out. Which one? Oh, oh the uh, Pete Woods. Yes, sir. That one. Dustin Nguyen cover on Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, number two. I like that with the axe. It's very well done. Ken Lachey doing the Wolverine homage of coming out of the grave for the Miles Morales cover. That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Sensational She-Hulk number four has Wolverine homaging the Black Suit Spider-Man Secret Wars cover. Ah, I admit on it. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Love these Spider-Gwen covers. This weird smash book. Hey, Scott Which, Campbell's pretty good. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. But, like, she's just twirling a set of chopsticks on one of them? Yeah. You said there's a J. Scott Campbell on that? Where do I... Where, huh? Uh, are we talking about the Ultimate Spider-Man? Sorry, I was looking at She-Hulk, or uh, Spider-Gwen. Oh, okay. You're looking at Ultimate Spider-Man. I missed that. Or maybe I got there too fast, because you haven't yeah, finished yeah. it. I all the way, yeah. stopped. My apologies. Yeah, you're up there. Yeah. Taking your time like a good person should. Now I'm stuck on White Widow number one, second print, art germ variant. Yeah, um, we saw we saw that first print. We One of us yeah. picked that, I think, the first this, print. Yeah. He still, he's still got it to me, man. He still yeah. catches my eye, his stuff. So is, is Wolverine draped in the Canadian flag on the 41 Clayton Crane variant? Or what is that? Um, is that what that is? That's what I ask you. Big maple leaf? I'm unaware. Or blood. Cruel Disney's Cruella DeVille number one. You care? I think you could have done some really cool stuff with covers and they didn't mm-hmm. no. They missed opportunity on that. Right? A missed opportunity for Dog and Ritter. <laughs> Distemper number one is what is the deal here? It's Blood Moon Comics LLC. So it's going to sell maybe 550 copies. <laughs> um, it's post-apocalyptic. Ooh. Man's best friend has caused the death of 90% of humanity. So dogs killed everybody. That's cool. Excellent. It's their turn. Ah, I like that. I like that concept. It's no acid chimp and business dog. Well, what is, though, right? Yeah. And then, like, that third distemper cover doesn't. I think it's a. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's the cover, is it? The noise is coming your way. Uh, maybe but, it is. Maybe it's like a a, a a movie. Yeah. Parody cover. Went right over Drew's head. Yeah, it, uh, it did. I guess. I guess they're chased by dog. I remember those first round of Gumma books were cr- so creepy. And the second ones are um, just as creepy. Yeah, I like the their. Uh, yeah, character sheet. Character kind of. yeah, yeah, there's a name of it that just completely as soon as my mouth opened went away. Yeah. There is Notzilla from Antarctic. Rebel Moon House Blood Axe number one. Art Germ. So That's Rebel Moon is the Zack Snyder, I'm yeah. going to do a Star Wars type thing, correct? Yes. So this is the prequel to that. I guess. And he's writing apparently a trilogy. So let's jump on now, right? I, I don't know. I thought the earlier reviews for Blood Moon was mid. Moon. Correct. Yeah. And not, not not everybody loved it. But that could just be Rotten Tomatoes backlash type stuff. Yeah, and there was, there was a weird thing where, like, as it hit, 
I had already heard there's a Snyder cut that I should be waiting for. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't help. But Titan, like I like Titan in Titan. I trust. Um, yeah, they are. They're giving us a, a smattering of covers. It's just a four issue series. It's a, a prequel. It's on my radar. Very, very tempting. A lot of covers. Yeah. But the art germ, you know, probably the one to go with. <laughs> By a mile. Yeah. I mean, Raphael Albuquerque does great work, too. Yeah. But yeah. There's an FOC Virgin Black and White available for cover. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. It, sometimes the there's just way too many choices. That's the bummer. You get too many good options. <sighs> And you just you're just kind of like uh, I could go in multiple different directions. Hundred percent, man. Oh man, I have four or five. I'm thinking of. Yeah, I've got several as well. There's of course Transformers. Just want to talk about it. More yeah, I didn't even put that one in the list. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I am, I am, I'm down. I'm vacillating between <sighs> distemper. And Swan, the final Swan songs with the sidewalk ends. So, yeah, I am vacillating between Swan songs and Rebel Moon. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'll go ahead and take Distemper then. Uh, let and then I'll tempt you more with with uh, the Swan songs. Oh, no, <laughs> I was leaning towards Rebel Moon. No, no, no. There you, well, you you still can. <laughs> So both of us really liked Swan Songs, but neither of us are going to pick it. So, yeah, Rebel Moon, number one, cover A, Arch Germ. But uh, a special shout-out to Swan Songs. Well, maybe I'll tell you. know what? Marazzo cover. I don't think that... Uh, who is it? Blood Moon LLC is listening. So I'm going <laughs> to change my answer, and I'm going to go ahead and pick Swan Songs. <laughs> Since we it was on both our lists, and that should have been enough for me to say, oh yeah, well one of us needs to pick it then. So, <laughs> we both had to say, well my brother wants it. There's got to be something wrong. Yeah, with well it. if my brother wants it, I, I'll give it to him because I, you know, a big brother always sacrificing for. Uh, Isn't that how I remember growing up? <laughs> uh, but now, now there we go. We got it now. It's all worked out. Very cool. I just hope the Blood Moon LLC people don't sue. <laughs> well we've started 2024 getting along just like we hope everybody else does <laughs> yeah. um, so if you want to start 2024 off in the right way head on over to patreon.com find comics for fun and profit throw a couple bucks our way have that be your resolution for 2024 to support your boys as we go through the whole year of comics Talking about what's doing great on the secondary market. Talking about what's coming out that we really want to see. Hopefully seeing some movies and TV shows and talking about all these kinds of fun things. So we thank you guys for Drew and for myself. See you. Our LCS is Cowabunga Comics. Lake Country, Wisconsin's best pop culture destination for new comics, back issues, gaming, retro video games, vinyl, and figures. Give them a call. 262 Five six nine 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 nine. Check them out online at cowabungacomics.com or follow them on Twitter at Incredicow. Uh, they are our LCS, and we utilize their deep discount 
mail order service to bring Oconomowoc, Wisconsin closer to us. They'll take care of you. Tell them Drew and Kyle sent you. Say hi to Eric and James from us. If you need an LCS, you can't go wrong with Cowabunga Comics.